Welcome to Be More Super the Podcast. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. An action-packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. So on this week's episode of Be More Super, the podcast, we're joined by another great guest from 911 Podcast, the founder, Adam Merciano. Adam, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously. I'm so happy to be on. Oh, mate, it is a pleasure because do you know what? What is refreshing is that, you know, podcasts uh, are saturated at the mo- mo- moment. There's podcasts for everything totally. from grooming your dog to, to talking about you know anything so what you're Literally doing anything. is not only refreshing um but it's just great but i'm gonna we're gonna Thank talk you. about your two projects uh one that's been around for a little while that's gained so much traction it's unbelievable and a new one that's coming Insane. out on the 26th of september but before we dive into uh cascadia and ice cream um how's the last two years been for you over there with all this madness that's been going on and how have you kept positive and moving forwards? Well, it's been, first of all, it feels longer than two years. I don't know. It's, Mm. it feels so long. Um, but yeah, it's been, I mean, it's obviously very sad about what everything in the world that's been going on and people have been so affected by this kind of stuff. And I mean, that's kind of why I decided to do podcasts and all these things. You know, I, what happened was actually like a day after COVID was first announced, I got dropped by my agent. I'm an actor first and foremost. So I got dropped by my agent. He was just clearing out people on his roster, I guess, who weren't booking enough. And I wasn't that I had a slow year that year and he, he dropped me. And that was so devastating. I, I felt trapped. I was in this pandemic, like everybody, you know, everybody lost work. Everybody, you know, was struggling with their own thing. But for me personally, it was like, okay, I'm now in a new city that I, I'm not from. I, I lived in Vancouver. My family's from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And um, I was like, shoot, like, what do I do? How, how do I get work? And so I turned to fiction podcasting because it's something I've always wanted to do for so long. And it was a way that I can still be creative and, and not need, like I could do it on my own, isolated. I didn't have to have a whole crew of people. Um, and so that lasted two years. Mm. I mean, if you could tell yeah. the, all the lovely viewers and listeners, you know, who are 911 pod, podcasts and a bit about the show? Sure. Yeah. So like I said, you know, it was near the end of 2020. I was just trying to figure out how to keep creative. You know, I have so many friends who are actors and so many friends who are in the business. And I was like, how can I do something that we can all just have a collaborative project? And so I ran into my old friend, longtime friend, Antonio Cordero, who directed both uh, Ice Cream and Cascadia. He's a, he's a film director. And I approached to him. I said, hey, would you be interested in taking on this audio project with me? I've never done this before. Neither has he. Would you be down to, to try it? And he said, of course. And so him and I both, we, we work together a lot on this. And then with Ice Cream, we have a, a new writer, Adam Blanford. So, you know, we're expanding as well and and just it's a, it's such a collaborative thing 911 podcast i love working with actors and and writers and and musicians and all these things and we kind of all come together and create this show for you to experience so so, so out of what you mentioned earlier on which must have been devastating by being dropped by your yeah. agent now you're in control 
now you can totally. actually decide yeah. what you do, you know, which I think exactly. Is and I and I just feel like for so long, you know, I love auditioning. I love, you know, any opportunity I can get is amazing, you know, and being on set. There's nothing like being on set. But it's so as an actor, it's so tiring to just wait for that call, wait to get the audition, wait, wait, wait. All you can do is do your best in the audition, but that's it. You know, you have no mm -hmm. control over your career. So I took it into my own hands over the pandemic and I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start doing my own thing and working with amazing talent and and I could do this, you know, and so that's what I did. And I'm still now I have an agent and I, I you know, a new agent and I'm, I'm auditioning again as well. But this is something that is so fulfilling to me as an artist, because, again, I have control, you know, I'm like a musician who can make their own music and write their own songs and record and put it out. Actors don't really have that luxury. You have to wait till you get hired. So, mm, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, where do you see, um, you know, this 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 podcast being in like 10 years time? Because you know already it's gained traction i mean we're going to talk about Cas cascader in in a, mo a moment but where do you see you know it going in 10 years i don't know i i mean i just hope that i can still create good content and people enjoy it and i want to tell various of stories you know step into different shoes of different characters with different actors and I want to expand and have all a bunch of series for you to like have in our in our to see in our catalog, you know, and to enjoy. And um, I don't know. I just at the root of it, I guess, is I just hope that we can continue to create good content and entertain mm -hmm. people. That's that's I th the, the goal. I, th I think what's great about these sort of podcasts is that, you know, I always say go into a dark room, put your headphones in and totally. literally you create the movie in your mind from what you're listening to. Yep. Um, so it's not like you know watching it you know a, a, you know a movie that's been based on a book because you get so many critics and so many fans saying yeah. well it's not right but this way they can create that movie in 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 totally. their head which, which i have done um but talking Amazing. about you and your beginning i mean you saying you've you've done acting i mean you've been in riverdale van helsing 12 monkeys alphas yes. which i absolutely loved that i can't believe ah, they awesome. cancelled um which yes. i absolutely love that show and i forgot oh a name God. that was in alphas that was in van helsing as well i forgot a name now um oh. it's gonna really eat me up inside but uh so you've done so well with that and and thank i look you. forward to seeing you on screen and other things but thank at you. the moment you. obviously you know this show cascadia so yeah. I got introduced to it by doing a bit of research because I had Rebecca Kwan, who is yes, so adorable. She's so she adorable. Just oh, she's just fantastic. Yeah. And um, I noticed that she did this podcast. So I had a mm -hmm. listen. And the best way to describe it is like an orgasm for your ears. That is the way... <laughs> Because because the thing I love is, that. is, is literally <laughs> everything's going off and and the sound and yes. the effects and how immersive it is, um, which 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 is fun, fantastic. I mean, tell it's me a, a bit about Cas uh, Cas Cascadia. Tell the viewers and listeners why they should watch it. Be uh, sorry, listen to it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but watch it in their minds. Uh, so if you could tell me a bit about yeah. that project. So it's funny that you say that because they call it theater of the mind. Mm -hmm. It's all in your mind. We give you as much as we can in terms of sound effects and, and acting and music to really just fill in the blanks. And we're very hesitant to with like posting our actors on our social media. We do usually when the show's already aired and it's, you know, kind of 
had us run a bit. But for the first part, we kind of hold back because like you said, we want you to really create that. It's like reading a book, you know, you, mm. you, you imagine the characters and stuff. But Cascadia, it's about this deep sea crew that goes to the bottom of the ocean. There's a new opening in the Cascadia subduction zone and they go down to discover what's down there. It's the new deepest part of the ocean everyone's, anyone has ever gone. And it's funded by a deep uh, billionaire, former diver named Wesley Badger. And he's, you know, he's like an Elon Musk type of character and he, 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 he gets really sick and he won't be able to go on the dive. So he enlists my character, Declan Walters, to be the captain. Now, Declan has never captained anything before. And all the other crew members are shocked that he's going to be the captain because they're like, well, everyone else is more qualified than he is, you know. And so there's all that tension going in, you know, with Declan versus the crew. And Declan has to constantly have to try to prove himself and constantly keeps on making mistakes after mistakes after mistakes until something very vital happens and almost fatal. There's a humongous creature that attacks the submarine and it's because of his doing, you know, and, and, uh, and there's, and there's just so many more twists. I have to be careful with what I say because the show just, <laughs> the more episodes you get in, the more it's like an onion, it keeps on unveiling itself. And there's like a massive twist in episode four and to see people's reactions for that was so fun. I, I really didn't think anything of it. And well, I knew it was a big plot twist, but to see people's like real reactions was really cool. So yeah, check it out. Cascadia. And I'm just reading some facts here. Over 100,000 global downloads yes. already and ranked in the to top 2.5 of all podcasts, <sighs> according to Listen Notes, which I think is just incredible. And then obviously you Thank went to you. the Toronto Comic Con. I mean, yeah, what, what yeah. was that experience like? You know, when you work on something like this, and like I said, this was my first project in a pandemic. I worked alone editing wise, but I worked with the whole team, obviously recording it and making it, but you know, editing, you know, you're so involved in your own world and you're doing it and you don't know how people are going to react to it. So when you put it out and you see it doing so well, it's so like, I get emotional cause I'm just like, damn, like this thing, this, our baby, you know, is now getting heard by so many people and, you know, going to Comic-Con, who would have thought, you know, not me, not me. I would never have thought. And so <laughs> to see people and people coming. And I also thought, you know, because we did a we did a panel. I was like, no one's going to come. You know, it's going to be dead. And a lot of people showed up and it was really cool to hear people asking questions and saying that they identified with certain characters and related to certain characters. And, and we met a bunch of people after. And it was just so cool. And again, reassuring that I could take the career in my own hands and I don't have to wait for somebody else to do it for me. You know that is that 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 is awesome and and talking about the cast i mean the cast is yes. awesome in cascadia so kudos to yourself and and the rest of the uh, vo voice actors i mean how i mean i noticed on social media that you didn't record remotely you was actually in a studio i mean how did that work yeah. i mean was that hard work during these these uh, oh my unprecedented gosh. times as they call them well the cast is like you said is i'm I have so many talented actor friends like Rebecca and, you know, Lee and Sam who were all part of the show and, and they were my friends. And so I was so honored for them to come on board. And, and honestly though, you know, none of our performances could have been elevated without Antonio, our director. And he really was so in there with us and he, he worked in this, he would be in the booth sometimes with us and be like, okay, try this again, do it again. Think about this. Like he was very involved and I'm so thankful for him, you know, um, but recording we were in a pandemic, right? So that was kind of, it was near the end of that whole lockdown stuff. So we were able to kind of go, but originally we did it over Zoom. 
and we all recorded each actor on their own. We didn't do it on a Zoom together. We did each actor on their own. They all did their own scenes, their own lines. I would say, do it again, do it again. We would be with Antonio. We'd all be doing it a million times. And Antonio would tell me, he's like, Adam, you're crazy. Of audio from each actor. You're going to, this is going to be a nightmare to edit. And I said, no, no, I want the best take. And he was right. <laughs> he was right. I was left with all this audio and I, and, and then I, you know, I was piecing it together. It took me months, like a month to put it all together for one episode. And I sent it to like a friend who was so far removed from this. She, she wasn't in the world at all, this audio world. I said, let me hear what you think about this. And she said, you know, it sounds cool. You know, the story's cool, but I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't sound like they're all in the same, you're all in the same room. And that's because we weren't. And she was right. And I thought, and it bothered me, you know, it bothered me that she did, she noticed that and not because she was honest, but because if she noticed it, then everybody else will notice that, you know what I mean? And so I remember one day I called Antonio and I was very nervous to call him this, but I, I called him and I said, Hey, I said, would you hate me if I scrapped everything? And we all went to the studio instead. And he said, Adam, thank God. <laughs> He's like, thank God. He's like, it's going to make the project so much better. And so we found a great studio in Vancouver and we went and it, like you said, it was so much better to do that mm -hmm. because we were able to work off of each other and react in real time and, and improv. And it was just more organic. Yeah. I mean, I've got one of the questions here on how stressful is the whole process of putting everything together because, because you've got the, you know, you've got the talent, you've got the sound effects, you've got the mu music. I mean, how stressed yeah. was you? during that process because and and how long did it take you know to you know record everything and produce it yeah so i for me like i guess you can say the easy way to say okay this is a good take from everybody let me just slap it in and put the sound effects and that's it i don't work that way though i want everybody to shine in the scene i want everyone to have their best moments and best takes so if i hear you are better on take two but i like take one better i'll make sure that i get that little piece and put it into take the, the edit room and everything. So I'm very particular with each actor and hearing each take. And it's, it takes me about eight hours to do a three minute scene. So that's, that's, that's kind of how it works. And, and it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of tedious, but I'm very you know detailed and I'm a perfectionist, unfortunately, because it slows me down, but the whole process from beginning to end, I would say probably took a year, you know, it took a year, yeah. but now I'm getting way faster at it with ice cream, the new mm -hmm. show, it only took us two months to do so. I mean, obviously, with attraction and say we're talking about 10 years, I mean, have you got a dream cast that you'd like to work with? Someone that you could ah! be stood opposite the, uh, the oh sound my gosh. booth? Oh, my God. I, uh, that's such a good question. I don't know. That's, I'm overwhelmed by that. I don't know. I, first of all, I love working with my friends. So I love working <laughs> with them, and it's, it's so much fun to do that. But I feel like I would love to work with Will Smith. Will Smith would be fun. Johnny Depp would be a lot of fun. Mm, uh, yeah. Meryl Streep, of course. Like all these uh, amazing actors. I like Hollywood A-listers. That would obviously be the be the dream. So, yeah. And, Me and, and Meryl Streep, she would probably gladly do it. She 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 seems very down to earth and yeah, very yeah. accommodating, which I just think that makes her so totally. fabulous. Uh, I mean, yeah, Death, she just Death becomes her is yeah. one of my favorite movies. Uh, with course, her and yes. uh, Goldie Horn. Um, yes. So, so, so yeah. So, um, let's um, talk um, about ice cream, because okay, everyone yes. loves ice cream, right? Well, everyone think loves ice again, cream. because after <laughs> listening to this, they may think twice. I kindly. 
by uh, Adam have had a listen to the first episode. And I yes. turned off the lights. I put my headphones in, my earpods. Um, I literally made sure I was in a quiet room. And literally, no lie, it gave me chills. The hairs on the back <gasps> of my neck, it was the most creepiest, disturbing um, experience I've ever had. I don't know if it's because I'm a parent as well. And no lie, when I finished the episode, <laughs> an ice cream van came on our road. No, yes, no. Yes, yes. And literally, it made me chuckle because I thought, hmm, maybe not. So, <laughs> so <laughs> if you... If you could, um, you know, if you could tell us a bit about it, because obviously it's coming up on the 26th of September, yes. which is just around the corner. A bit about totally. your new project, which you play Mr. Handsome. Um, I do. Which yes. is an awesome character. If you could tell us a bit about the, <laughs> the show and who you're going to be voicing. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for listening. Um, like I said earlier, you, you, you spend so much time editing and you work on this alone when you're an editor, you know, and you have no idea how people are going to like it or, or whatever. So to hear you say that, that's mm. you know very assuring. So thank you. Um, but yeah, Ice Cream is like Cascadia. Each episode gets darker and darker. It's like peeling an onion. There's a lot of things that get revealed and happen. Um, but it's about this boy, this teen boy, Algon Foster, who leaves his home from Denver and goes to spend the summer with his newly divorced father, Bobby, and with his little brother, D Dustin, who's about nine years old. And they, there's a bunch of kids in the area that start to go missing. Um, and Elgin starts to witness that it's the ice cream man. But nobody believes him. No one is believing him. Elgin just recently had a concussion, so maybe he's thinking it could be his mind playing games with him. And it isn't until he meets his neighbor, Olivia, that she starts to believe him. She's a 15-year-old girl, too. And they, too, start to do their own little investigation and try to figure out who Mr. Handsome, this ice cream man, is, why they call him Mr. Handsome, and what he's doing with these little kids. You know, it's, it's, it's not what you think. And it's, it's, it's twisted, and it's really dark, and it gets worse and worse and worse. So wow. <laughs> listen with caution, please. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's just, it's just literally haunting. I think anything with the sound of, I mean, you posted a, uh, a teaser of the girls yes. singing and that alone brought chills to the back, back of my head, uh, because <laughs> anything to do with kids in horror movies, forget animals, yeah. forget ghosts, poltergeists, Anything to do with kids, it freaks me the hell out. So when making, you know, yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say, you know, it was it's that I actually had to call Antonio, who also directed this at one point. I said, "Is this too much? Like, what we're doing is this is this too dark?" And he said, "No, Adam, this is, you know, we're good." So that I had to have a moment there and think, I don't know if this is okay because <laughs> it gets it gets it goes there. So yeah. Well, if it gets yeah. darker. Wow. But when making something <laughs> like this, what is your intention for the listeners to experience? I, for me, it's all about vibes. And when I, when it comes to soundscapes, I kind of, I love to do kind of an aesthetic, like a film has aesthetics. Like I love having aesthetics with Cascadia. It was very much futuristic aesthetics, submarine, underwater, very, that kind of vibe. But with this, you know, I, this kind of experience, it's going to, it's very 80s. We have vaporwave, synth music, dark ambient music. Um, I want that feeling of like a suburban summer, streetlights, you know, ice cream truck. It's that feeling that you get. And and 
you know, with a twist of horror, you know, and, and it's, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, I don't know. And there's a, there's a great line in the, one of the officers say, you know, since when did the ice cream man become Pennywise, the new Pennywise? And, you know, people were saying, oh, this is, reminds me of Pennywise, you know, and, you know, Mr. Handsome, he mirrors people, he mirrors mm. whoever he's talking to. So if he's talking to a child, he, he acts like a child. If he talks to an adult, he acts mature. So vocally, it was fun for me to go there, you know, and play all that kind of range. And you'll hear that throughout the show. And it's funny you say the 80s, so without giving anything away, I got that vibe as well because there is a bit in there without ruining, well, it won't ru- ru- ruin it, but no. something to do yeah. with the camera running out of film. Yes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> running out of film? Kids now wouldn't even know what film is for a camera. They wouldn't. So, yeah. so that was a great touch. And Hunter Dillon that plays El- Elgin is just super. So talented. Yeah, he's in, he's so talented, and I found his I found his demo by accident. I was just on a casting page, and I saw his demo, and I he was one of the first people I saw or heard, and I I said I this is this is him. I don't need to audition anybody else. I want him for this project, and he was so great, so great, and worked so talk, hard in the studio too. And talking about actors, I mean, how do you actually find them? I mean, do you put a casting call out, or is it a case of searching for demo reels, as you mentioned? Um, you know, how do you actually find them? So for Cascadia, it was easy because it was all my friends. It was all people that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did like a, one or two castings um, on a casting page for, I think, Badger and and maybe somebody else in like the little more smaller roles. But for this show, it was difficult because we had to cast kids. And I don't I don't know kids. You know, I don't really, you know, I, <laughs> right. So I was like, we have to go you, through agents. You should get your have- ice, ice cream van out there. You'll meet right, once. exactly, exactly. <laughs> what a good way to cast, right? Um, but I, I, I didn't. So I, we had to go through agents. We had to go through the union because there was minors now, mm. you know, working hours and things. So there was a bunch of like. So yeah. So I, I, what I did was I spent a lot of time. We actually didn't do a lot of casting calls at all for this. We, we did. Um, we went on a casting page and people posted their demos and stuff. And I would just go look and listen through all these demos. I would search a certain age and because I have a vision in mind, right? Me and Antonio, we knew what we wanted, and so mm. yeah. And then I found something very interesting on, on your Twitter. So obviously how disturbing this show is to listen to, to make an edit and the amount of hours that you spent editing, you put some, something on Twitter as well that you, when you spend <laughs> 12 to 16 hours a day editing, then you go to bed and I'm vivid graphic, graphic nightmares. And yeah. Wake up shaking. Was that, did, did, did that really affect you? That I, because like I said, I work, on the show, sometimes 13 to 14 hours of editing. And it sounds crazy, but I love it. You know, it's, I enjoy it. And sometimes, and oftentimes I go to, I finish at four, three, four in the morning and I go to bed and I woke up shaking, drenched in sweat to the point where I had that nightmare where I literally took a moment to think if it was real, if it actually happened. And I am not a religious person, but I said, thank you, God, it's not real. <laughs> this is not real. So it was like that, yeah, yeah. And this obviously um, lets the viewers and listeners sort of know what to expect with listening to ice ice cream. Um, So let's talk about 911 Plus. Yes. Because this is a great, because we all watch shows like Walking Dead and they always have, um, you know, the after show. And this sounds really exciting. If you can tell us about 911 Plus. Yeah, well, we're very fortunate enough to get now sponsors and people who want to advertise on our shows. And so, you know, 
we spend so much time, as you know, and working on the show and editing and things, and we don't really make much money off of it. So now to get ads and sponsors, it's great. But, you know, I understand people don't want to hear that sometimes. You want to really, because it's immersive, you want to really fall fall into the show and, and not be interrupted by an ad. So we're offering now 911 Plus where you can subscribe for a small fee on Apple Podcasts. And it's a monthly or yearly fee. And you can get all the shows ad-free. You can get bonus content. We're even going to be putting out the whole shows so of both Ice Cream and Cascadia as a long form, like a movie. So you can listen to it all in one kind of setting instead of changing episodes. Great for car rides, road trips, that kind of stuff. Um, and we're also doing a new show called Conversations. So we're doing each episode is going to be kind of like a pull of the curtain of the actors who've been featured on Cascadia and Ice Cream. And, you know, for about 45 minutes to an hour, we really go into their careers you know, who they are, what they like about acting, what their experience was like working on either show, um, and just a bunch of things, just getting to know the actor a bit. Because I feel like if you're now going to subscribe to this page, this channel, you're going to want to know these these people, right, who, who you've been listening to. So that's really fun. And with Ice Cream, we're going to be doing each episode as a new episode airs of Ice Cream. We're going to match it with the episode of Conversations, which is the talk show that we're doing, um, with a new actor of that week of the show, that makes sense. So episode one will feature an, an actor from Ice Cream. Episode two will feature another actor from Ice Cream, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. That sounds all awesome. I don't know if I explained that right, but. <laughs> no, 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 that, that was okay. per, per, perfect. Understood okay. everything. Um, and obviously okay. fans and list listeners can also support the channel other ways, or is that the way that you'd like them to support the channel? As of right now, that's the way. Um, but we're we're looking at and doing other things like Patreon and things that people who don't have Apple we you know do other mm. platforms as well. But right now it's just we're doing Apple for now. Mm. Yeah. And so we've had underwater adventures and we're soon to have a chilling experience with ice cream. Um, so mm -hmm. what's next? I mean, season two of Cascadia. So ice cream is a limited series, so it's only going to be one one season. It ends on episode six, which airs on Halloween. Um, but Cascadia, yes, season two, we are right now working on season two. So I know people have been waiting. People have been asking. We are working on it. Hopefully it comes out early 2023. And Brian, my brain is exploding. I have so many ideas, so many concepts, <laughs> so many people who I want to work with and all these things that are happening. And I'm just so excited for the next year. You know, mm. there's going to be so much content coming. Yeah. And looking back to when you started all of this, I mean, what's been the biggest lesson for you learnt, you know, from, you know, from the mo mo moment you started to now? I think you mean in like the audio world or as an actor? Yeah, no, in it's from starting the pod podcast uh, yeah. to now. I would say, you know, the devils are in the detail for sure. You know, like take that time to put the details in the show into the editing you know, take your time with casting, with recording, like all these things matter, you know, and you're, you're doing a show and it's, and podcasts are so personal. You're listening mm -hmm. it usually just to you by yourself. So little things like that are, are very important. And, um, I learned that throughout, throughout the whole process. And also be careful with who you share your script with. <laughs> I've had Ooh. some things leak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, I think yep. that's a story for another time. 
That's a story for another so time. <laughs> let's not direct that to anyone in particular. No, nope. <laughs> I the want a lawsuit. <laughs> so, if there's any budding uh, voice artists out there, you know, and they want to potentially audition for for you in the future, um, yeah, is there a way? Is there a contact for you? Totally. Um, I. I would love to include like people, audience members in shows. I think that would be so fun and immersive too in another way. Um, but yeah, you could follow our Instagram at 911 podcasts, one word numbers, 911 podcasts and our Twitter 911 underscore podcasts. We follow people back. We, you know, we interact. So yeah, get on our radar. You know, we're, we're, we have so many things in the works and in development right now, always looking for new talent. Always. That is so. awesome. Ad- Adam, you've been a great guest. And thank um, you. I I want everyone to listen to Cascadia, <laughs> then to ice 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 cream. But I tell you what, yes. if you can listen to ice cream, just just I I know be in a dark room, um, and just yes. sort of set the environment around you because it does make a difference. And the twenty sixth of September, I presume it's going to be available on all podcast platforms. All podcast all podcast platforms, um, and like I said, on nine one one plus on Apple you will be able to get it ad free. So, And remember, yeah. subscribe. Uh, I think it's, is it $2.99 a month? $2.99, yep, yep. That's, that's, that's nothing, and you get so much yeah. more. You get behind the yeah. scenes, you get all the frills, you know. Get yeah. subscribing. I will make sure I will subscribe as well because Thank it's you. awesome. Thank and it's you. great to find stuff that you didn't, you know that you weren't looking for i think it's great when you totally. find these hidden gems um but adam yeah. look after yourself keep safe stay thank super, you thank and you i look forward to ice cream and um episode two because i can't wait i really can't thank you so much for having me you've been listening to be more super the podcast it was a crazy fun experience i love the show guys you're awesome listen my whole family loves it man if you enjoyed this episode be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends my world it means hope